Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Are you allowed to change your theme tune? Look, I'm doing double beat. Do you like that? I'll join in. And Daisy is. Whoa! We're disguising the theme tune now. <laughs> disguising the fact we've got a bit bored of it. Uh, let us know what you think. You can contact us. Older, wider. What is our uh, podcast? Older, it- wider. Pod, pod as in podcast. Gmail. Oh, do you know what? You just confused Sorry. the listening nation. <laughs> Sorry. Older, wider pod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it <laughs> um it's a joy it's a jenny and judith due to the two j's the two j's j squared hey, so like we're not that. square though are we we're not square we're, we're far we're from the square. square people it would maybe old but we're not square we're hipsters well old hipsters we've got massive hips That's what got. <laughs> um welcome to the podcast older and wider myself jenny claire and my friend judith holder so, yeah, slightly older than you are um listen it is what today it well we've had this sort of funny faux summer haven't we already and that means <gasps> summer wardrobe time judith. like high summer like not just a bit summer Massive, yeah, really, really hot. We had big summer, summer. dresses, t-shirts, shorts, sandals. I'm not a real summer dress person. I have to. I'm tunic and trousers these days. I'm just trying to think. Actually, when I've seen you even in a pair of sandals, do you wear sandals? Well, last year you said rather sneerily to me, "Is that all you've got to have on your feet?" <laughs> I had some. I've got some flip flops. I've got the world's oldest flip flops. So I bought them from Paul Smith when he used to have money. And I think they're about nine years old. And are they got... flip flops? A funny thing between your big toe and your and your next toe, or, well, we'll or well, Birkenstock? Well, because flip-flop. some of them are like Birkenstocks. No, aren't that's, they? A, that's a thong or a sandal or a slide. Oh, that's not right. a flip flop. Okay. A flip flop has got a thing okay. between your toes. Okay, right. Paul Smith. It's got had the Paul Smith stripe on it. You know the famous Paul Smith stripe that you pay a fortune for. That's I what. Do. You, yeah. Well, that's all worn off now. It's just beige. It's just beige, tatty old leather. And then I had last year. I had quite a, a selection of loafers. But I remember you saying to me, do you remember when you came to my house, Judith, and you came on the train, <laughs> but I think you managed to pass it off as an asthma attack. Way the oldest joke in the book. The oldest joke in the book. <laughs> uh, you came to my house and you left your phone on the train. Do you remember that? Oh, God, I do. And we spent hours actually trying to get... Well, I rang it. And lovely girl 
had kept it for me, but we had to we had to chase her down to the end of some tube line to go and it get it from her. It was a train. We had to get an overlap. Oh, I was oh, cross I know, with I'm you. Sorry. Now I had to be so good natured because it was really it. hot, wasn't it, last summer? And it was one of those days we had a lot to do, and it was we had all the shit. lovely plans. We were going to do lots oh, of work, sorry. and then he left it, and we had to track this girl down. And she yeah. had to come with her mum yeah, in the car now. to meet us from I a know. train station. I, I offered her some money. Did she take it? Yes, of course she did. She wasn't a fool. Yeah, twenty pounds. I mean, it was so lovely. Oh, totally. Totally. Um, Yes, I know. I'm sorry. You're very good in a crisis. Can I just say that you are very good in a crisis? You were very good. Because, yes, I think in in your shoes, I would have thought, oh, for God's sake. Well, I did underneath. Underneath, I was thinking. You did a good job of covering all that up. Yeah, but when you'd left the house, I said to Jeff, what a silly cow. Did you? Silly cow. (laughs) What a bloody waste of a day. And then she criticised my shoes. You went, aren't they a bit hot? (laughs) Well, I think you were wearing espadrilles. No, I haven't got an espadrille in my wardrobe. No, you've made that up. There was a le- it was an orange leather loafer. I bought three pairs of loafers last year. Gold, orange, pink suede and navy. Four pairs of loafers. Well, why can't you loaf. just go to the hottest shoe place or, or a Gabor yet. sandal like I'm, the rest of us oldies? No, 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 I'm not because I have found the shoe shop and it's very expensive. I am I'm taking them off now. Uh, sneakers by Grenson. I buy all my shoes from Grenson in the sale because they're the ones. I've just taken my shoe off now. And yeah, this you is wouldn't like want to be wearing that on but, so, okay, so when you're in St Dives at the weekend, surely, oh, for God's sake. You know what I've just done? I've just taken my shoe off and I have uh, upended the shoe and I've downloaded, oh, I have so, so many computers in our lives, I've downloaded sand onto Actual the Actual sand from St Dives. And yeah. I was in the process, weirdly, of asking you, saying to you, surely you didn't wear those shoes on that hot weekend last weekend in Cornwall. And there it is, the sand, the proof. Yeah. That's what you wore. I, well, I'm sorry, but why aren't you wearing open-toed sandals? Well, there was a lot of walking, and I don't think you can walk up a very steep still in an open toe. Of course toe. you can. Of course you can, as long as you get a decent pair. Oh, oh no, don't do the other one. Yeah, it's <laughs> sand. Cornish sand. Do you know, I've, I've realised I could have emptied those shoes out ages ago. Uh, I got back yesterday. I could have. I could have offloaded the sand yesterday. But I think, post-holiday, I quite like walking around with sand in my shoes. You? Could you feel it as you were walking around? For a few days, yes. Quite uncomfortable. It's, I know but what you really... mean. It's a very special feeling. Doesn't it take you back to being a kid? Yes. It does me. That's exactly I can remember it. how yes. I've been feeling for the last 24 hours. Yeah. But... but... Golden St. Ives sand. I don't know why people bother going abroad. Well, I do, really. Let's face it. But how do we get onto shoes? Oh, summer wardrobe. Summer wardrobe. um, I haven't got enough summer shoes. I'm not very well equipped in the wardrobe area. And I've been to Cornwall. That's our roundup. So when when you change over from your winter wardrobe to your summer wardrobe, how, what actually is going on here then? Well, I don't do sleeveless. I notice you're wearing sleeveless. Yeah, I can't I do sleeveless. shouldn't, but I do, yeah. You can, mm, just. just. You're, you're borderline. I am very borderline. If I do that, it's, always, it's very... No, but they're a nice colour. You've always... Mm. You've got a nice colour to you, Judith. Thank and that's you. what living in the countryside <laughs> yes, has done for you. Yes. So, yeah, come on, back to your wardrobe. Uh, right, I do have... I go linen, which makes me look like I've basically taken something out of the... Laundry basket. Well, that's high on. maintenance, isn't it? That's got to be washed and ironed and all that nonsense. Well, you can wash it, you can iron it, and ten minutes later, who's it's all creased. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm not, not, not a fan of linen, but so yes. At the moment, I'm wearing a pair of navy linen uh, trousers from oh, Marks so and Spencer's, and a, uh, a navy and blue check. 
I quite like a gingham check of the summertime. Mm-hmm. Like you, I like a spot. I, like I wouldn't a check. call that summer outfit. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, you look nice. You look lovely, very stylish. But I wouldn't call that, you know, particularly summer outfit. I think I'm spring summer cross. Oh, are you? I Do think you I'm straddling a... the seasons. Oh, here. right. Okay. And I've, I've left the coats at home, and I've gone cotigan. Yes, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, you, don't, you don't know what a is. Is it like one of those sort of maxi cardigans that we used to have in the 70s? You mean that sort of thing? There is. A cotigan is a cross between a coat and cardigan. And is it actual, is it natural word or have you just made no that idea. up? No idea. I've no idea. It's, a good, what, it's very good. Do you know what else I learned today? Um, I was I was walking to um, a train station. I took a photograph of some wisteria. It's all over the front of our house and the smell in the morning. Did you smell it as well as take a photograph of it? Oh, when you go back, if you walk past it, you've got to get right up to it and smell it. I it's didn't know it was <gasps> It's absolutely exquisite. I mean, I think it might be a bumpy year. It's all, you know, hanging in these great sort of, um, like, like sashes. Well, do you know what it, uh, the... Um, collective word for wisteria is uh, no well, well, well i put it on twitter and i said a cloud a cloud of wisteria i was being quite poetic yes and uh somebody said it's actually called a rinse a rinse of wisteria well that's a ridiculous word rinse as in wash and rinse yeah yeah it's a strange thing well, to no, I, I, i'm not 100 percent sure she's right no, but i, I think and she i is. did query it and well, she I didn't get cloud. back to me. i think we should stick with cloud I think swag and sway. Mm. Do you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of when I was little and my parents used to have friends over for Sunday lunch and they'd all go into the garden and they'd say, you know, at the end of lunch, they'd say, oh, should we go and have a walk around the garden? And you could How hear big was them. your garden? Not that big. But anyway, what, no, but the point of it was, was that what would happen is that they would say, I could, you know, my parents would say, oh, no, look, oh, isn't that nice now? How long is that? You know, we put that in and look, you know, that's doing well, isn't it? And you'd come and have a look at the run, run of beans. And I used to think, haven't they? got anything more fucking interesting to say <laughs> why aren't and they screwing each us? other why aren't they upstairs in yes, the back bedroom having an orgy us. we love a bit of nature don't oh, we no, we are getting a little bit out of hand here aren't we but nature and craft are the things that are keeping us going they are the things that give us joy yeah do you know what i probably won't buy any new shoes this season because i need a new embroidery kit <laughs> and i really have Can't been wear that on your feet well uh, you say that <laughs> But I might make myself some tapestry shoes. Oh. Um, the, as I was saying, the, my, ta- the, my tapestry kits that I like cost between £80 and 130 Gosh, that's a lot for one cushion. Yeah, I know. Blimey. Well, that's, that's just the raw kit. Blimey. I mean, it comes with everything, the wool and all that kind of thing. But then when I get the cushion made up, it's another 50 quid. So actually, Good my God. cushions are 180 Good. quid. And how many hours? How many, how many woman hours goes oh, into one of those we're, cushions? We're talking three months of sort of... Picking up, putting down, and part timing. You know, I'm not there all the time. I'm not sort of waking up at the crack of dawn thinking I better get my embroidery kit out. It's for when I feel like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you when you need what to unwind? What what, when you pick up the the embroidery needle? What's what's the motive? You know, to stop me stabbing somebody else with it. Is it? I think it's both you and I use our crafts and use our hobbies to try and stop being angry and upset. Doesn't always work. What are you on at the moment? Well, uh, 
dressmaking triumph, as yes, we've, as we've yes. said. We've applauded the dress um, and yes, given you yes. gold stars. But I started, I started, a, I, yeah, okay. I started an art class yesterday. Mm-hmm. I haven't done one in years and years. And I know it's a bit of a copycat thing because I know you're into yeah, art. But, you know, but, but my mum had all these oil paints. And yeah. I thought this is so, okay. So I, I finally got one and I went to my first class. All women, of course. All women of a certain well, age, obviously. You weren't going to score. You weren't going <laughs> to try to pull. No, you were no, going no, to try and learn how to do no, oils. But all, you know, North Oxford, terribly, terribly, terribly. And um, I took in a, pe- a, a, a tulip, which had sort of burst yeah. to, to do. And at the end of the lesson, they said, oh, it's a real tulip. We thought you'd brought in an artificial... Fa- so that's what they thought of me. They obviously got me down as the common... Well, they, you, that tiny bit of trash in you Yeah, that that's what they've done. They've county yeah. surface. Yeah, they obviously thought I'd, t- I'd brought in to paint, I mean, as if... A plastic flower. One of those horrible things that you put on, a, you know... A fascinator. A t- yeah, exactly. So, um, a good class, how much? Uh, I think it's about 150 yep. for six, okay. three hours. Three hours is a long time. Oh, it's a painting. lovely amount of time. You have to have a nap, though, after that. Is it a morning class? Yes, it's a morning class. And there's a biscuit and a cup of tea. And it's in a church hall. Yes. And all the ladies come in with all their bits and baskets. A lot of baskets. And what right. are you doing in your art classes at the moment? Well, I've, I did very poor acrylic in... Um, in Cornwall, I went to um, one of my favourite places. I went to St Ives. I love St Ives. Oh, yes. It's a, a, a beaches. The best beaches in the world. What you've got in St Ives, what you've got, you've got an art gallery. You've got a, a proper, they've got the Tate St Ives there. And then underneath the St Ives, there's the beautiful beach, the golden sands. And you watch the people do the surfing and they're on paddle boards and they're all having a marvellous time. And then there's this cafe. I don't know whether to say the name of it live on air because it, it will be inundated. But you can't book uh, breakfast or lunch. It's sort of come... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you can book dinner. And it's called the Porthmere Cafe. Oh, yeah. Oh, Judith. It's like a sort of glass conservatory mm. on the just slightly up from the beach. Wow. And the view, the wow. view is... There's bits outside. You can sit outside. Sit outside as yeah. well, yes. Yeah. Uh, and it has a fabulous menu. Absolutely. I've never... And I, we went for breakfast and I chose the wrong thing. Oh, no. What did you choose? Oh, Judith, I was so disappointed. I think, oh, there's an omelette. A goat's cheese omelette. That sounds interesting. <laughs> with a rocket um, garnish with walnuts. I thought, oh, that. oh, well. For breakfast. For breakfast. And oh. the goat's cheese was bitter. Oh, it was bitter, Judith. Oh, no. Oh, I you didn't so like it. I didn't like my you're still, breakfast. You, you're still upset about it, aren't you? Well, I d- sometimes you just think... That might be my last meal. I know, and that was a bad decision, wasn't it? It was a really seriously bad Look, decision. That was what Jeff. did Jeff have? Oh, did well. he have the bit of full English? I of course he did. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Cornish with sausage. The, oh, lovely. And a bit with a nice oaten mushroom with a bit of butter and pepper on it. Oh, that no, kind of that's thing. vegetables. He's not having vegetables for breakfast. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's supper time, if I'm lucky. I think, I think about what I've had to eat, what I'm going to have to eat, what, what, I've, what, you know, what I've ever had to eat... All the time, especially when I'm cycling. And actually, I don't mean, I'm not just saying that because we're going to be talking about our e-bikes, but I genuinely mean that. I think when I'm cycling, I am thinking, oh, I've got quite a lot of broccoli, haven't I? I might do that. 
We can do the broccoli. I'm fascinated by what you're going to do with your broccoli now. No, well, I'm kind of composing meals in my head, or I'm just going, going over through what your fridge, I had. thinking, yeah, yeah, exactly. how could I get rid of everything what in the fridge? Yeah, and what I've got planned, what I need to buy, you know, to, to, to make sure, you know, that other things go with it, and what I've had lately that I've really liked, and it's terrible. And this I'm is why you're obsessed. on the bike ride. Food obsessed. Well, when I'm in that show, isn't it? We, we actually we we should be thanking our well, not our sponsors. God, it'd be great if they did. You can if you want. Anybody can sponsor us. We're open. We're up for sponsorship. But we'd officially at this point like to say thank you to Vault Bikes, wouldn't we? For the, for the loan of their e-bikes, you've had one. What do you mean loan? I... Do you mean we've got to give them back? Oh, God we, damn and blast it! Wouldn't it be lovely if they forgot? So we had different bikes, but this all came about because of you and your um, casual e-bike. Um, experience. <gasps> That's that when mentioned. I hired one off the street. Yes, yes, yes. And, and you didn't, didn't know it was an e-bike. An electric bike. Along. No, yes. And and so yeah, Volt bikes just very cleverly said, "Well, do you want to? Do you know? Do you fancy trying some?" So we did, and we have. And I, I cannot tell you, I have become obsessed with my e-bike. I do. I've, do, I've done everything on it. But I've you've gone, got a different one from me. You've got a fold-up fold one. Fold so up you've one. got a small wheel fold-up. Yes, and the small wheels to begin with, I felt a bit, you know, not quite so stable, really. Mm-hmm. But I've got mm-hmm. used to it. And get this, on Easter Monday, we were meeting my cousin in the Cotswolds. I thought, well, do you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to cycle to the, to, to to Morton in the Marsh. Well, how long? 30, is that? Thirty-three miles. And so then I cycled on me on my e-bike all down these beautiful Cotswold kind of lanes well, and villages. How do you know villages. which way to go? Well, well, that was partly a bit of a problem because I didn't have anywhere to put the map, and I'm not very good with Did maps. You have your? You should have had it on your iPhone in your bra on talking. Oh, actually, I, I could. Yeah, I, I didn't think of that. That, but then I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been able to hear the cars coming up behind yeah. me. So I did the old-fashioned thing, and I wrote. I wrote down all the villages that I would go through. You see, and um, weren't you very frightened? I thought I was three miles. I was full. I, I honestly, I felt like a, a full of Pioneer. adventure. I yes. really, really did. What did you wear? And. Um, Oh, I just wear it. You know, I wore something bright yellow. Actually, that is important. You know, the, the day glow yellow. So I set off and I allowed myself two and a half hours because I thought, well, I, you know, might get lost. It took me three hours and I did get lost quite a few times. But, and I was running out of charge by the end. But honestly, I felt like I'd had a really good bike ride and the sense of achievement was fantastic. And I didn't have to do all the kind of pedalling up the hill. Just, just put it on high. Just fantastic. Judith, I know, isn't that clever of me? Yeah, you got your borrows worth. I, I feel I like did. when they come pick mine up, they're going to be a bit cross with me because I've only been sort of to local shops and back. Only because, and my bike's bigger than your bike. Mine's not a fold-up. Mine's a yeah. big, proper two-wheeler. Uh, and Jeff has barked his shins on it so many times in the hallway because it's there. Take it out, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking thing. Fucking thing. And it's because he's jealous and he's too scared to get on it himself. So it's um, just been mine. And I mean, they were so generous because they bought us helmets and everything. I know it was, but but for me because I cycle quite a lot, I do think it's opened up a. You're going to get one, aren't you? Well, absolutely love one. And, and you know, I've been sort of going to the... I've just been doing all my errands on it. Just, you know, whizzing along. I mean, it's the right time of year, isn't it? But I've absolutely loved it. But, you see, if you'd had the fold-up one like me, you could have put it in the car and taken it to Cornwall, couldn't you? And then you could have gone off on some lovely country lanes. Yeah, but what would Jeff have done? Run behind well, me? He can't do that. I mean, it's just a bit... I, I, I do, I really have appreciated it and I really, really like it and I do want it. I want them to give it me. Uh, it's just, I'm gonna, there's going to be a stumbling block about paying for it. That's going to be a 
Yes, they're not that cheap. They're not that cheap. I think mine, I think we're going to have to be honest here, in case people are thinking of them. Mine is a beautiful white steed. I mean, you know, when I'm on mine, I don't think about broccoli in the fridge. I think I do the theme tune from Come White Horses. Yeah. How very graceful and poetic. Mine costs 1,599 quid. They're going to come get it, aren't they, tomorrow? Yeah, I think they are. Sadly, I should be, honestly, I might might cry when mine goes home. Loved the e-bike. Really, really want one very badly. Yeah, so hopefully the next thing we can be trying out, Judith, like a caravan. I realise how much I'd like a caravan. Listen, we've got um, guests coming in today. I say guests, but it's only one person. We don't need any more than one, one at a time. She's quite a big personality, isn't she? Lovely. This, this Kate lady. Robbins. Kate yes. Robbins is a friend of ours, friend of the show. Uh, well, we don't know that. We could quiz her and see if she's listened to any of these podcasts. But I think she's very busy at the moment. She's in a musical club called Club Tropicana. Uh, she is show business. Uh, the family of, sh- of all show business. She'll tell us all about them. Uh, the sisters. There's cousins. There's all. They've all. They've all got their finger in the showbiz pie. So uh, Kate will give us good gossip, and we'll be overjoyed to see her. Kate Robbins has, well, she's wafted in. <laughs> Smelling gorgeous. She always I smells nice. Perfume. I've worked with Kate for a month at an end. And she used to annoy Susie Blake, though, do you remember? She oh, because he put scent oh. on in the van. Oh, she went, oh no, oh no. Well, she didn't she like that. She, she didn't like, like Elnet hairspray either. No, no, there were too many strong scents <laughs> well, yeah. in a confined space. But she's it wasn't really right. about the scents, was it? No, Later, it can't have just been about that. It well, was to be subtext. fair to Susie, I think there was a lot of scents going on in that van wherever we went. Kate and I did Grumpy Old Women for the most successful touring show of the Grumpy What's Cannon. Yes. Could we, well, do you not remember? We did so many tours of it. We did it for about two years solid. We did, we did it, it for three two, years. Three years? Yeah. Well, you were counting. <laughs> I know, I love the money. But the thing was about it, we used to just do one nice theatre dance, and yeah. then move on. And, and now I'm in a show that we have to be in the same town for a week. It's so much easier because you get settled in. Yeah. You can unpack. But, you know, to think that we you just can rinse your smalls out, and there's time for them to dry. Oh, <laughs> you, you can put something in a drawer in the room. Oh, God, do you know I I am a, a stickler for rinsing my smalls. They're not smalls; they're bigs. Yeah, you're massives. <laughs> my massives. I rinse my massives all yeah. the time on tour because I only like my black cotton gussets. Yeah, and you don't want to overpack. Don't want white ones because they go grey and horrible coloured. All, all right, let's get off your gusset now and talk about the show because that's what you're here to do. You're yeah. plugging Club Tropicana. Yeah. Judith and I are going to come on Friday night and we're going to whoop and we're going to clap. It's and we're been sing described along. as a cross between Mamma Mia and Benny Dorm. Okay. It's set in a hotel in Spain. Do we, we have to wear, ready? do we have to wear bikinis? You're supposed to wear 80s gear to the thing. Oh, wow. So I've just got come as wow. you are. <laughs> <laughs> cow. Uh, and what is your what is your role? I play Consuela, the Spanish maid in the okay. hotel. Yeah. Is it a lot of that? A lot of this and I sing songs like making your brown eyes blue. And I do silly voices, silly walks. And I get Are you Mrs. Her. Overalling, basically? Um it's uh, a bit of Mrs. Overall, a bit of Manuel from Mouth Fawlty Tales. But it is actually based on a Spanish woman that I know um, in a shop in a place that we used to go on holiday all the time with the kids. And the kids used to very nicely ask her, can we have Nirangas? You know, Spanish for 
oranges. And she's, no. And she just used to be yeah. really nasty to them. So I based it on her. It's like cartoony that. You know the um, Tasmanian devil, Taz of mm. Tasmania? You reminded me of that then. And also in Family Guy, there is a, a cleaner called Consuela, I think. And I think I look like her, sort of chubby, kind of with a bun and my little uniform on. But it's a lovely role because um, she ends up being nice and... It, yeah, it's just I've read the, I've read quite a lot of reviews for this, and you do get singled out as being, you know, one of the funniest things in the show. Well, I'll wait, I'll, I'll wait till you see it then. <laughs> I'll give you marks out of ten then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean a you're bit of a pressure of Jenny coming to see me. Oh, no, I'm Judith. Ah. You won't. You'll you'll think about it for about one second in the wings, and then as soon as you get on stage, you'll forget. Well, Jen, Jan Ravens, my dear friend, was very was very kind, um, and she just said to me last night. She just whispered in my ear. She just said, "You start the show," and then she walked away because she Brilliant. had to go yeah. get up early for a voiceover. But so that was nice, and. Um, the, the, the remit of the part when I read the when I read the uh, play I did say to them look it needs more jokes yeah. so I did write some jokes in there yeah. and the remit does say that Consuela comes on does a few impressions and brings the house down yeah. so it's like a sort of you know it's one of those Which, who are you doing impression wise 80s impressions obviously because it's set in the 80s yeah. so it's um, I do do you uh, do Margaret Thatcher yeah I do Thatcher um, Scylla obviously yeah. Shelley Bassey Tina Turner. But you and Scylla go back years because you actually wrote the theme tune to mm, Surprise, Surprise. And the reason uh, Scylla, um, I think, went for my theme tune because we were a lot of songwriters pitching yeah. for Scylla. She wanted something to sing at the end. Do you remember when, years ago in the 60s she had a show where she used to sing Step Inside and Love? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, all right, Kate, please don't wince. You know that I can't sing. We've been through this. We've been in rehearsal rooms for weeks on end. And you have looked at me when... Let me do that again. Step inside, love. <laughs> what? What Actually, was wrong with that? I, even I can tell that. How many keys am I out? How many keys? About... Well, it's you, you rude to count. About it's five. Count. You're about five major keys too high. <laughs> well, that's a, like an octave. Oh, that that's that's that I was harmonising. Anyway, Paul McCartney wrote that song. Who before, is your so second cousin? Yeah, but he doesn't go around bragging about it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm doing it on your behalf. He <laughs> he got where he is from his own talent. <laughs> oh well. You anyway, know. so he wrote that for her, and she said, "I want something for this new show. Surprise, surprise! I want a song that I can sing, and I walk towards the camera, and I feel it in my heart." <laughs> So, um, I, and, and literally, I just thought, literally, I hope people say that, but I did literally think of the words, literally. Um, surprise, surprise, the unexpected hit you between the eyes. It just came to me, that line. Yeah, yeah. And then I wrote a song around it and I sent it to her and I did it slightly in her voice. So on the demo, I'm sort of going, surprise, surprise, like that. The There's a tiny bit of Liverpool in there. Between the eyes. I went, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and of course, she then went, all right, you know, she could have imagined herself singing it. And she loved it. Yeah. And um, I'm very grateful to it because it's been a, you know, when I've not been earning anything else, surprise, surprise, has always brought in some money. Though you're enjoying the show, cast good. There's Who are the big names in the cast apart from yourself? Um, Amel Beraba. Beraba. It's a, she's from Marrakesh. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, Amel is one of the sugar babes. Oh, yes, yes. And she's got a great voice. And um, Neil... Um, Neil McDermott, who was in EastEnders. And then we've got Emily Tierney, who is a West End singer, comedian, brilliant all-rounder. She was in Wicked. She was yeah. in, um, they're the main names. 
But Joel, Joel, what's his name? Oh, sorry, the main, the main one of one. all. <gasps> God, the Kevin. one who holds the whole whole show, and he's yeah. the red coat of the the pink coat of the um, hotel is Joe McKeldry. and I didn't know he was so funny, and I didn't know he had such good comedy timing, and he has, he has, he has, he holds the whole show together. He is the best thing in it, I think. And the audience go mad every night. He is. The audiences go crazy, mind you. He has got his own kind of madness following him around the country They're, they are the Joe McCaldry fans are the maddest how old are they they're quite interesting super they fans range, are weird yeah they range he's got sort of kind of young um, fans and he, you know he's his character is very camp you know he's a gay man yeah. and he, he came out as gay as soon as he won X Factor 10 years yeah. ago he said I didn't want it to be something that was hidden but because um, he's so sort of gorgeous looking and talented and he, his character he plays is hilariously camp. Yeah. And so, so he's a safe he gets bet away. for a 14-year-old. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. And he sort of gets he gets away with it, this camp thing that he does, because people just go, oh, yeah, that's got all right to do that because yeah. because you're gay, so you're allowed. You know what I mean? If it was a straight man doing it, I think it'd probably be slightly offensive. offensive. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, and are you having to do matinees? Yes. You see, that was the joy of doing Grumpy, Kate. Do you remember? We never had to do a matinee. Well, no, when we did, we all nearly had a nervous breakdown. <laughs> Susie was in floods of tears. I was on the verge and you were shouting at everyone. Did you get overtired? <laughs> overtired, overall. We were always... Oh. Well, there was a lot of travelling involved with Grumpy because, as Kate says, it was one night stands. And, you know, the hotels ranged from <laughs> the sublime to fucking appalling. No, Talk us through the different, the best and the I worst. Can I just say, Jenny, I've never known anybody like Jenny to be so blooming fussy about hotels I don't think I'm the worst you are the worst I'm so am not I could name you, you other ne- grumpies why didn't we just stay in Premier Inns oh because after about three nights of a Premier Inn I want to sort of um, I, you know they have those big vending machines in the corridors I want to bring one of those down on my head <laughs> I can't I can't be down a corridor from for See, a I vending don't mind, machine I don't mind it you know cause oh I've it, changed listen we were taught this, this we're going back about a couple of years I was making more money then and I had sort of different as soon as the money stops coming in yeah. the first thing it go, that goes is the posh hotels yeah. and that really is you just go there's no reason yeah. all, all I remember about touring about with you is you have no sense of direction Kate no I mean, there were nights where I thought, I'm not sure I'm actually going to see Kate on stage tonight because <laughs> she's in a dressing room the other side of the stairs and round the corner and there is no way. I don't know where I am, you see. She so. has to be led. <laughs> and there were times... Gen- Jenny, you don't know what happened in this show that I'm in at the beginning. They thought they could just leave me... Oh, ridiculous. ...in a room, in a dressing room, and then find my way to stage left. Well, why would you be able to do no, that? Like a normal actress. And they thought I could dress myself. Whoa. I have eight changes in the show and now I have three dresses. Dresses. Um, it's great. Three Do you have that wonderful and someone thing? to guide me everywhere. When you, so you no, basically I have carers. I find my way on stage now. I yeah, do find my yeah. way on stage. But I quite like that thing when you're doing a change and you just have to sort of Ooh, go to the... They won't even let me undo my zips on my boots. No, I, I like that. You just have to go completely passive. Well, they're very Put quick your changes. Put out like Jesus go... and just let people do it all to you. I love it. <laughs> it is nice. Yeah, yeah. But yes, I quite like the being stripped feeling as well by a man. All right, darling. Okay, let's... Man. Yeah. But... Um, the other thing that you used to do is leave things everywhere. We, do you remember that? We had this driver called James who was the nicest. Oh, He yeah. was from... God, he was the most patient man. I, man. One day he'll get a sainthood for what he did for us. He drove us for months on end. James, and he was from New Zealand, and he was a young fella, and there was... It was like a punishment. It was like he'd done some kind of crime, and this was his punishment. And he was so... And you would... You'd get back to the hotel and go, Oh, James. <laughs> well, James, I think... <laughs> 
I might have left my cardigan. <laughs> oh, James. I think oh. Phone, cardigan. Phone, cardigan. Oh, no. Curling wands, whatever. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I, I, yeah. I can't seem to find my bra. <laughs> oh, no. Mind you, you thought you'd lost your mustard cardigan on one of the tours. I accused famous. you of having it in your <laughs> yeah. uh, suitcase. I yeah. got quite riled up. I, I remember, the, the again, it was... Uh, it's quite a countryish hotel. It was in Shrewsbury. And God, it was so traumatic because I'd loved this mustard coloured cardigan and it's got a big ladder in it now, so I can't wear it anymore. And um, I, uh, for some reason, I was leaving earlier than you two or whatever, but we'd had a glass of wine in your room. And I thought, well, I've left it in Kate's room. She's put it in her suitcase. <laughs> and I was ringing you, going, You got to check for my mustard coloured cardigan. Yeah, you and were. You, you got, do you remember we used to have little picnics in these other rooms? Susie used to like and make a little picnic. It was yeah, quite fun, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. What were the stipulations? Backstage I like in terms of food, because I know that oh, well, Kate food didn't is quite like important. the way oh, we did no. it. She had to have. Blooming Marks and Spencer. I was happy. I would have been happy with Tesco, Sainsbury's, Aldi, anything like that. No, it had to be M&S yeah, for her. Yeah, yeah, a bit fussy like that. A bit difficult. Okay, so I'm a diva. Um, <laughs> no, but what you didn't like, you you would have rather, and also I'm cheap, so I, we used to get a, given a bottle of wine. I'd say, oh, let's go, go back to someone's room and, you know, get a bag Consume of crisps it. and have the wine in someone's room. You go, one, one night, could we just one night be like grown-up women and sit in a bar and buy <laughs> yes, a, a bottle, bottle of wine and just drink, drink it, it out of, of with people around glasses <laughs> in a civilised... And I was going, no, we can drink out of tooth mug cards. Back to my room. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. You're, you're a sort of lovely mixture of absolute class and sort of diva-ish, and yet you're sort of... Real low life. No, not low <laughs> Oh, I am. But you kind of like bargains, don't you, and stuff? Oh, I'm as mean as... An, I'm as tight as a gnat's chuff. I'm absolutely... Uh, it's, uh, yes, you're absolutely right. I go, oh, I'm... You know, one minute I can be all very extravagant and I want this and I want that. And then I can turn on a sixpence and I can just go really mean yeah. and frugal, which is... I'm in that stage. I no, used to feel not. a little bit jealous of you and Susie both had mulberry bags and I thought that was the most marvellous thing because I priced them up, you know, they're the most expensive things on God's earth. But they last forever. They've got a lifetime guarantee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have they really? Yeah, yeah. And if you mind, you've got to send them to the Mulberry Hospital when your catch goes, because my catch has gone at the moment, and I've got to send it off to the Mulberry Hospital, and they will fix it. Like, oh, amazing! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lifetime guarantee. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. to be fair, yeah. the amount of handbags I've bought, yeah, and lost, yeah, and, scarves, and lost would. And- would- come to more money than you spent on a mulberry so, I'll so up. do you miss home what's that no, funny village you live in not at all what's that vi- village you Amp live Hill. in ha- a- it's where Henry VIII used to go around shagging loads of women and it's where you and your sister are called the Kardashians Every- of Hamptill. yeah well it, <laughs> it's where um Mary, um, Avar- um, Catherine of Aragon, you know, he courted her around there. Yeah. And every single road is called Catherine of this or Aragon Court. And, and it's very Tudor, yeah. But I don't miss home, no. But um, are you managing to see, I mean, the other thing that... Uh, I love touring. touring do you? Is, Why yeah. do you like it? Well, I'm not married and I don't have a relationship and I've gone off sex. So I don't miss... Join the club. Don't miss... Judith, do you still like sex? You're not fast. Well, again... You no, like it now and again. No. You see, I've gone off it. So totally off I, it. So I don't have anything, you know, it's not like I look forward to getting back in the sack with my partner. Yeah. yeah. It, it is a sort of suspension of reality as well. Mm, you yeah. are living in, in a thing where you're really, really busy, so you've got an excuse not to have to do any of the boring stuff. Yeah. You know, the bills and all that stuff get left at home. That's true, yeah. And um, you, you are in this, as you say, it's, it is a sort of bubble, but I am really old-fashioned in that 
I say I'm not doing anything today, people say, what did you do with your day? Because yeah. all the kids in the cast, they're all, you know, these, this cast I'm in, this show, they're, they're all in their late 20s and it's lovely because they keep me young. Mm. But I do say to them, well, you know, I haven't done anything today because I have to reserve my energies for the, for show, the show tonight. The show is the thing that I do. It's a very energy, job. When you yeah. see the show, you yeah. see how energetic it is. Because yeah. they all go out and wear themselves out, but then they can, they've got the energy to do that. Yeah, they've got a spare battery. But I somewhere. haven't. But, you know, it's be- I was, you know, I'd got to a stage where <clears throat> my voiceovers were really quiet. I thought, well, I wrote a musical, which I'll tell you more about some other time, about the cavern, which is great. The and, cavern in Liverpool. Yeah, and I've done that, and that's great. And then I thought, well, the voiceovers are really going quiet now. And I was watching Tipping Point on ITV every night, yeah. four o'clock. I always start to look forward to Tipping Point. <laughs> and I started looking at that little chair at the beginning of Tipping Point where they advertise, you know, it's sponsored by a chair. And I started thinking, that does look comfy, that chair. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Kate, that show really couldn't have come quite oh, then I thought... That chair, you don't actually have to get up. It gets you up. Yeah. So you just sit it's in it. It's a tipping and you, chair. It's, well, that's, that's why it's sponsored yeah. by that. It's a tipping chair on tipping point. Yeah, my dad had one. And I stopped myself in my tracks and I thought, what am I doing? I'm, I'm looking at a chair. I'm not disabled in any way. Thank the Lord. I'm very healthy. And I'm looking at a chair that will get me up easier. And then all I do is go to the pub with my sister. And I thought, yeah. something's got to change. Yeah. But then you had another huge change in your life over the past year. I know your three children and met mm. them, I adore them all equally. But I mean, Emily in the past year has had a sort of career transforming. Oh my lord! Uh, yeah. Coming second in I'm a Celebrity. Did well, you go out? You to advi- Well, she she asked you for your opinion on that before she did it, and you you said I thought she'd had a. a you very said it'll very be good, good for bums on seats. You said. Yeah, yeah. You said if you want to do a live show. Doing I'm a Celebrity will get you bums on seats. And she did. She wanted to do a live show and she's doing it at the moment. I went to see it and I have to say it is very funny. And she, she comes on stage like she does these silhouettes behind this big screen. And you think like, you know, James Bond girl. And then she just rolls under, she gets under the screen and just rolls onto the stage. <laughs> like in a, you know, in a childish roll. <laughs> Roly-poly. Probably. Yeah, Roly-poly. It's very genuine, Claire, actually. Uh, well, I've taught everybody, you know, I've taught everybody everything <laughs> I ever knew. Best thing I ever saw you, a best entrance ever in any comedy show is Jenny Eclair with her coming on in her pants. In the brown pants show. It's yeah, I know. This, you know I've, not, I've not written a show since. Well, I did the last Grumpy show, but a solo how show. How can you top that? How can't. could you? I know. Absolutely Didn't you have women amazing. outraged because you had mismatching bra and knickers? Yeah, they got quite, a few people got quite upset. And a few people sort of with with great intentions would say to me afterwards, you know, you'd look much better if your bra matched your pants or your pants matched your bra. But there's no comedy in that. They just honestly, don't get they, it. You know, just, some yeah. people just really don't get the yeah. fact that you cannot bring vanity into comedy. Because it, it was that well. plus the with the combination of you in those slippers, wasn't it? It was the it was a mismatching underwear and the slippers was just absolutely a masterful but, combination. But just the way she really danced was. at the beginning, she came on yeah. dancing, and I just thought it's the best intro to a show I've ever seen. Mm. Come on with a bang. My father always mm. used to say. Because he was an entertainer. Oh, what was say, your dad's show business name? It was great. Well, almost was a gentleman. Mike Robbins, almost a gentleman. Oh, yeah, I found a card once with that written really? on it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he and he once decided when mum and dad lived in Belfast for a while. He decided he was a stand-up comic for years, not very successful. And um, he once decided to be. Mum said he wanted to be um, an OR gym lad. Uh, what's he called? The man with a parrot on his shoulder, um, Long John Silver. Yeah. Anyway, he he told me about this act he'd be put together, and he sent off for this. Le- sent off for he went and got a leg. 
you know, prosthetic leg. And <laughs> and then on the first night he was on, he had a play on music that went like this. And it's Till Ready, it's called, you know. Mm. You just keep playing that until the act comes oh, yes. on. It's called Till Ready. And he right. says it on the music, Till Ready. Yeah. And nothing, nothing, nothing. And again, and he'd fallen in the wings, and there was nobody there to see him fall, and he couldn't get up because of the wooden leg. <laughs> so he never even he never even did the act. He loves hilarious with Dad because he was kind of like a, a not a, I'm not saying a failure, but a fabulous. He was a failure. Oh, he was. Oh. When he was a grocer, he tried. So Paul McCartney said to him, "Right, okay, look, I'll buy you a little house in Liverpool, but you've got to get a proper job." Yeah. So we bought him a grocery store and we all went to live in this little shop called the Corner Cupboard. And Dad thought, I know, I'll write jokes on the on all the things that were stuck on the food. Oh, so he'd say, Plum fed. Rose, plopped ham with chalk. Remember that advert? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. So Dad actually wrote that on the things with exclamation marks on everything. So he wrote gags all over the food. It Brilliant. Was, Brilliant. And did you it work? Write a no, book, no. Okay, you really got to put and all then, this into a book. And then they turned into a cafe because we kept eating all the food. Yeah. Out, we ate really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, We ate so well. But we didn't understand. Mum didn't understand the thing about stock yeah. and profits. So we just ate all the food that was in the yeah. shop. So that was no use. We were all fat and fine. So then Paul said, well, look, it's not going so well in the shop. Why don't you turn into a cafe? Because Liz is a really, Bet's a really good cook. Liz or Bet, whatever yeah. you call her. Mum said, yeah, I love cooking. So I remember all the workmen coming in. We had this cafe put in. And first day, it was like a Christmas dinner in the week in, the week in December. Mum said, special Christmas dinner. Not one person came in. So Mum went round the streets, giving it to everyone for free. <laughs> so all the old people, oh, she's nice, we're getting our free dinner. My dad, honestly, almost a gentleman. I mean, he was... But he never actually accomplished anything. And I think now he would be so happy to see Emily doing so well, his granddaughter. And and I think I've done quite well. Um, and then there's your brother. As well, and then all the girls. I think all... I mean, it's an extraordinary show business yeah. mafia, really. And you I, have to audition if you want to marry one of us. Well, and talking of which, we're, we're congratulating your middle Martha, yeah. who is the sweetest, loveliest girl. Yeah. And she's just got engaged, hasn't she? She and has. I've, I've seen the ring and I approve. Isn't it funny the way they're so old-fashioned kids these days? Like, we didn't bother with... Like getting married, even well, you didn't for how many years? Well, I, I got married two years ago after sort of thirty-six years. You kept asking him, didn't you? <laughs> we got to a point where I just thought, no, it was only on my financial advisor said, you know, I know really for, stuff. Yeah, you are stuff. But didn't you ask him on um, on Valentine's Day? Or no, on a on a leap year. leap year thing? Yeah, and said, she, you, she, she shouted down the stairs, "Do you want to marry me?" Went, "Not really, not thanks." <laughs> <laughs> That, that oh, would make no. such a great line in a film. Wouldn't I mean, it's it just yeah. not really thanks. So, not really thanks. You're on you're on stage tonight, and yeah. uh, you better not pull Friday because that's when me and Judith are I'm coming. I'm so I'm so chuffed that you're coming. I was worried that you were coming with your husband Jeff. Well, you wouldn't like it. And so as you said, Jeff's him. got an embarrassment um, He's level got of very low. He low doesn't threshold. like anything no. fun. No, <laughs> you know. The are, idea we, are we going to be standing up and kind of singing along and dancing? She'll yes. love that. I'll be slightly embarrassed. You'll be a bit I'll be first up. I'll get her up. Don't worry. What time does it finish? Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, we're getting worried about this. It's a yeah. very short show. Oh, lovely. oh marvellous. Did you have that by half nine? Oh, oh even better. <laughs> does it start at 7 30? Yes. Oh, I'm running it. time is two hours, three minutes with an interval. With an interval. Oh, that's First half is 47 minutes, second half's 55. Maybe that's if we're pushing it. Wouldn't yeah. be that long. Okay, just it make it snappy on Friday. So we quick. tell the cast, just say no mucking about. Jenny's oh, in. They can't just... get off quick enough. <laughs> 
It's so funny, though, d- judging a show by how long it is. It is. Well, listen, Kate, we're going to let you go. because Yeah, I've got to go because my car's going to be there to take me back to the theatre. If anyone wants to come and see the show, we're on tour all year till August. That's fantastic. And you can find it on tr- uh, clubtropicana.com. Musical.com. Yeah. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll lovely seeing you, Jenny. It. I do it's love you very much. I know you're embarrassed when people say that. One God two. bless you, One darling. It's lovely to see you. All this music. <laughs> <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.